0: Welcome to another episode of Upstate Anecdotes. Today, I am with Miss Glory Kin, all the way from Brisbane, Australia, to get uh, a little podcast interview with her regarding her life there. So, uh, Miss Glory, would you like to interview your uh, to introduce yourself to us, please?
1: Hey everyone, my name is Glory Kin. I am 18 years old and. I'm currently living in Australia, Um, yeah, in Brisbane, Australia.
0: Thank you very much. Um, Could you tell us about where you are originally from before coming to Australia? Yeah,
1: so I'm originally from a Southeast Asian country called Myanmar. Mm -hmm. It borders Thailand and India, and yeah, it's a very, it's not, that popular, it's less known, but maybe recent events may have um, made the country a bit more known. In the past, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So you mentioned recent event. Would you like to elaborate on that, please? Yeah. So
1: currently, Myanmar is under a military dictatorship. Um, so in twenty twenty one February, there was a military coup. Um, where the elected democratic government was um was thrown into prison and um into prison um by the country's military group mm. um and the country is currently under a military dictatorship right now so there are limited freedoms for example there's limited use to electricity and internet and all sorts of things at the moment in the country and yeah a lot of people are suffering immensely because of the current crisis and yeah it's just really sad because
0: it's been going on for a while and yeah we we hope it gets better. Thank you very much for sharing that. I'm very sorry to hear about the country. Uh, I would like to ask you from your experience how different is Myanmar and Australia, because you have lived in both of those countries as of now.
1: So Myanmar, the people are very friendly and so so are the people in Australia. But, like, when we go to Myanmar, you can, most tourists will say that Burmese people, are the most friendliest people, the most welcoming and have so much, like, um, good hospitality. Um. So Myanmar, although the people are really kind and friendly, their livelihoods are not the best. Um, it is a third um, world country. It's still a developing country. And because of the recent event, that has thrown um, of any improvement for the country's good. Um, and, yeah, like there is limited freedom and rights in Myanmar, whereas in Australia there's so much freedom and there's so much rights Mm -hmm. and um life in Australia is definitely much better and a bit more easygoing than life back in Myanmar Mm -hmm. and so there's good access to education and all sorts of opportunities for for people of every age I would say for students especially Um, there are so many resources and help available. Mm-hmm. And whereas in Myanmar, that's not very common. So yeah, that's I would say that's the um, biggest difference between the two countries is that um, lifestyle, your lifestyle is much better here in Australia than
0: in Myanmar. Yeah. Thank you very much for highlighting that for us. And uh, we're very grateful to have you with us because you're very knowledgeable regarding explain to us to um, different countries that you live in. I would like to ask do you think the weather climates uh, in Myanmar where you used to live and in Australia where you're living right now, are they similar in your opinion?
1: um, I would say it it is different. So where I'm currently living now we are in Queensland. So that's one of the um, countries in, the, in eastern Australia, um, the eastern part of Australia, um, where in Myanmar it's very hot and humid and very dry. Um, and, like, air levels are not the best as well. So when you go out, it's not only hot, but it's humid, and you can feel that in your breathing as well. There's a lot of dust and pollution. Um, in Australia, the air quality is much better um in australia there are extreme weather events such as flooding and bushfires Mm -hmm. um whereas in burma there are monsoon seasons um, where it just rains excessively during certain periods of time um yeah so in australia where i live it is very hot um and yeah the sun is very dangerous yeah.
0: I see. Wow. So um, could you, like, explain to us what's the usual weather cycle in Australia? How does the weather go?
1: Okay.
0: So for Australia, I would say it's
1: pretty much the opposite of America. So our Christmases are during summer. So no snow or no, like, hot chocolates for us. <laughs> um. So, our summer goes from December to February, and then March to May is our autumn, and then June to um, August is our winter, mm-hmm. and then um, September through to November is our spring season. And so that's our weather cycle, the um, season times here in Australia. Pretty much the opposite to America, I think.
0: That is very different. Thank you so much for sharing that. So amusing to know how different each country can be. So thank you very much for that. Uh, Could you tell me that I'm sure that, you know, sometimes on news people see some of the climate change crisis that, are happening or that had happened in Australia. So could you share what are the past climate change crisis that had happened in Australia and how had that impacted you and your family?
1: Yeah, so I think it was last year. I think a lot of us would have heard or seen the news about Australia having really bad bushfires. Um, That really impacted the wildlife as well, not just people, but the wildlife around like in Australia. Um, So koalas are koalas, a lot of koalas and kangaroos, they lost their homes and like their natural habitat was destroyed. Um, And so not only did it impact a lot of people, but also wildlife. Um, A recent weather event that just happened where I live in Queensland um, were um, like, floods it happened just a couple of weeks ago actually um so we got um a year's worth of rain over two days and so there was a lot of um flooding uh, during those two days and a lot of people were impacted um um so my family personally we weren't impacted However, I know some people that were impacted um they lost their homes, their cars were destroyed, their cars went underwater um and yeah, like um, till now, people are still recovering from it. they're still cleaning up um um after the event and yeah, life for them is a little bit different as they're trying to get um their items and their valuables back. Not only that, but being able to find a home to live in again, yeah.
0: I'm so sorry to hear about the struggle of those people and we wish them all well, and hopefully they can resettle back and find a new home. And I'm curious, I'm very curious, what are the Australian governments doing to help the citizens with climate change or with animal preservation? Because you mentioned, you know, the koalas and kangaroos, they lost their home. So mm-hmm. how does the government plan to, you know, fix the situation?
1: Yes, yeah, so I would say it's very divided among the people, especially, um, and especially the government. There are officials who who do want to put um, climate change action um, in place. And there are officials who pay attention to other topics and things in Australia. And so it is quite hard, to be honest. But I'm aware that the people, civilians, there are many organisations and um, programs that are helping to take action against climate change. So um for example with the animals with the koalas and um kangaroos and a lot of the wildlife here we have Australia zoo they're very um they're very important and vital in helping um raise awareness about um um what's happening to the animals and also they put into conservation um, tasks and things in my programs to help the animals be, yeah, be rescued or saved or like in a better environment. Yeah, um, in terms of climate change um, with what the government is doing, I would say for the people, um, with the recent events and the flooding, um, the government is offering um subsidies, so um financial aid or payments to those who are impacted um in the floods.
0: And yeah. That's very good to hear uh, that the government is trying to help the people. It's very encouraging and heartwarming to also know that they will be, you know, they will be able to resettle back to their new normal life. So, mm. yes, that's very um heartwarming to know. Thank you. Now, this is a sort of a fun question. So, you know that um in Australia, I mean, there are rumors that Australian beaches trigger skin cancer cells in people. And I was wondering if you know if if that is true and why do you think that happens?
1: Mm. Yeah, I would say it's very true. It is very hot in Australia, um, especially where I live in Queensland. We're known as the Sunshine State, so lots of sun. Um, and I think also being near the ozone layer doesn't really help with the situation. Um, and, yeah, I would say that is very common. I think, um, actually, I think skin cancer in Australia might be the leading cancer in australia i think i'm not too sure please don't quote me on that but it is one of the top cancers here in australia um, and a lot of people are impacted i've known some people who um, have had to have surgery um, taken like a can forms of cancer surgically being removed um, like either on the face or arm and Yeah, it is something that really impacts the Australian people here. Um, And the reason being, like, with Australian beaches, right, they're very beautiful. A lot of us during the weekends, we go to the beach to just, like, chill and hang out, to even read a book. Um, Yeah. And I think it's easy to not put sunscreen on as well because we want to get tanned yeah but
0: it is very important to put our sunscreen on so
1: please put your sunscreen on
0: (laughs) thank you very much for sharing that with us um we you know i'm sure a lot of people are curious so i was like maybe we should just ask someone you know who's from australia about that thank you very much well well as our last question i would like to ask you if there is one thing you would like to change in your community or surrounding in Australia, what would it be? So regarding
1: climate change or,
0: yeah? It can be anything, climate change, it could be education, it could even be politics and law, anything that you would like to address.
1: I would say, for me, this is my point of view that we would be better united, um, and maybe see each other um, in different like perspectives. Like seeing other people, hearing them, and really listening to them, and um, and where they're coming from. Um, Australia, we are a free country. Like there's lots of freedoms, and I just hope that we can use that. To use that to like promote togetherness, not only that, but I think, yeah, it's just really important to be united um to not abuse our rights and our freedoms, to use it for the good, um especially for those who are suffering, um yeah, just be like grateful and thankful for what we have each day and to use what we have for the good of others. Uh, yeah, being a voice to those who are in need, um, going out and helping people. Um, but I do wanna say, I love the community here in Australia. Everyone is just so kind and ready to lend a hand. Um, like with the recent flooding events, the community outreach was just incredible and everyone was just, So keen on helping one another in like helping clean up or donating items, all sorts of things. So, yeah, the community is lovely, but I would say for us to have to be a bit more united um, as one.
0: Yeah. Well, Ms. Glory, that is all question I have for you. And I would like to thank you again. Thank you very much for um, giving us this time of yours. And we really appreciate you sharing about your perspective of Australia. And I'm sure that this podcast will be able to educate a lot of people regarding different countries and also the different uh, governmental and environmental problems. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you Thank for you. this opportunity.
0: Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you so much. You
1: too.